Teen Time Present Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. This is the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. I've mentioned before on the science blog the incentive for exploration of outer space. There could be huge mineral deposits worth trillions of dollars on distant planets. But would it be economically viable for us to send huge spacecraft to these far distant places to mine them? Certainly there are very many technological hurdles to be overcome for that to happen, not least building a heavy-duty spaceship that could bring back thousands of tons of minerals from millions of kilometers away. Perhaps the first step in reaching these goals is to explore the moon more. The Google company has offered a 30 million US dollar prize for any privately funded company to send a robot to the moon and successfully explore the lunar surface. That might sound like a lot of money, but any mission to the moon would cost many times that amount. But at least there are many private companies that are trying to win that prize, and so maybe the incentive of a big cash prize to get to the moon might help create technology to go even further into space. There are many sounds that are really not nice to hear. One of the most unpleasant sounds is that of scraping fingernails down a blackboard or chalkboard, which makes me tingle at just the thought of it. But amazingly, that is not the most unpleasant sound, according to a new survey anyway. Scientists in the UK played a selection of different sounds to people and measured the varying reactions from the part of the brain that processes emotions. The sound that was most unpleasant to most people was the sound of a knife being scraped down the outside of a glass bottle. The study was only done on a fairly small sample of people, and so we can't say for sure if the results are likely to be the same for everyone. But I can certainly agree that scraping a knife down the outside of a bottle would be really annoying. These days, we all rely on online maps to some degree. It might be in the form of a map when driving or walking, or perhaps just for curiosity when surfing the web and wondering what a satellite image of Beijing or Moscow or Saudi Arabia looks like. But should these map providers hide certain sites or areas of the world that might give valuable information to terrorists? That is one of the biggest of problems with this sort of technology, whether the very detailed images encroach on a country's national security, or whether by having all this information in the public domain means that there is no advantage to anyone. Most recently, the satellite maps provided by Apple on iPhones and iPads have caused security concerns for both Turkey and Taiwan. Turkey complained that the new Apple Maps showed so much detail of one of that country's highest security prisons that it threatened the security of that prison. Taiwan is uncomfortable that a top-secret radar base is clearly visible on the online maps that anyone can access. So what do you think? Should national security come first? 
or does equal access to maps for everyone mean that we are actually all safer as a result? If I asked you what the fastest mammal was on land, what would you say? Well, not to leave you in suspense for too long, it is actually the cheetah, the beautiful big cat found in parts of Africa that can accelerate faster than the most expensive sports car, can see detail up to five kilometers away, and is one of the most beautiful animals on the planet. So, what makes it so fast? That is down to a combination of things. Its paws have much bigger pads on the bottom, which give it more traction on the ground. It also has enlarged nostrils, lungs, and heart compared to other big cats, which enable it to consume vast amounts of oxygen to help power its muscles. It can breathe very slowly when resting, but then quickly ramp that up to over 160 breaths per minute when on the chase. Its tail gives the cheetah perfect balance, and a super long stride means that it can run long distances very efficiently. So the cheetah is one of nature's most incredible animals, and yet man still hunts it almost to the point of extinction. How many cheetahs are left in the wild? We can't say for sure, but it could be fewer than ten thousand. One more reason to remember that extinction really is forever. And that's it for the Teen Time Science Blog for another week. I'm Neil Chase, and I'll be back again next week with more from the science world. <laughs>